Coming up on today's message with Pastor Johnny. To be spoken out like a holly, 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 hallelujah, over and over again. Kind of like when a child comes up to his parents and they are excited about talking about something. Dad, 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 over and over again. There is no doubt about who they are talking to and whether or not they are excited about it. There is... Let's get into the word today. Turn with me to the 111th Psalm. That is Psalm 111. I'll be reading the whole Psalm, which is uh, 10 verses total. Uh, Again, that is Psalm 111 in its entirety. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Let's see what it has to say today. Praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, studied by all who have pleasure in them. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endures forever. He has made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He has given food to those who fear him. He will be ever mindful of his covenant. He has declared to his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nation. The works of his hands are verity and justice. All his precepts are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. He has sent his redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. His praise endures forever. God's word for God's people and God's people said, Amen. Pray with me, church. God, I thank you for another opportunity to proclaim your word to your people. I do not take this sacred desk lightly. I ask that every word that I speak and thought that I think be acceptable in your sight. Hide me behind your cross. Allow me to be a a sign that points people to the way. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Today, for the time that we get to share together, I would like to talk about the fact that God works. Praise him. God works. Praise him. Can I share something with you all for a moment? Sometimes I find it hard to praise God. I know that may be strange coming from someone who's a pastor, who makes a living teaching people the Bible, 
and encouraging people and praising God, but it happens. Work stress, uh, financial stress, internal stress. Sometimes I spend so much time pouring out that I don't get poured back into. Other times, it's not stressful, it's just routine. I get stuck in a routine of doing the same thing over and over again, and things get away from me. The monotony of this pandemic behavior, uh, dealing with sickness and death all over and over again. Uh, people making the situation worse with their anti-science, anti-masking, and anti-social opinions. Sometimes the day just gets away from me. Sometimes just doing things over and over again causes things, the other things, to get thrown by the wayside. And I know that I'm not alone. We can all get caught up in our emotions sometimes. We are human, and humans have emotions. Sometimes when we get sad, we focus on the fact that we are sad. Uh, sometimes when we get mad, we focus on the fact that we are mad. Sometimes we just get into our routine, our day-to-day -day, uh, life, and praise gets thrown by the wayside. If we're being honest, we may go several days or weeks without talking to God outside of the routine uh, prayers like bless this food for the nourishment of our bodies and the hands that prepared them or a, a routine prayer before we go to bed. Sometimes it's hard to praise the Lord. It's hard to praise the Lord when you get a bad report sometimes from the school about your child. It's hard to praise the Lord sometimes when you are sleeping in a bed that used to have someone else in there and they are no longer there. It's hard sometimes to be in a praise mode when you look at all the bills coming in and the money that you have is not available to take care of all of them. Uh, it's hard to praise the Lord when you discover some people that you may have thought were your friends hate your guts and your kind. Or at best case, other people hating your guts in the same camp is not a deal breaker for them. Sometimes, it's hard to praise the Lord. Uh, something that was supposed to go away by summer is coming up on a year-long time. Sometimes it's hard to praise the Lord. Fortunately, though, we are not the only ones who felt like this. Uh, during the time when Psalm 111 was written, there were other people who felt like that. Uh, God gives us scripture to remember God's works and some reasons to praise him. Even if you're not a believer, 
there's still a good reason to praise. So church folk will say, praise the Lord. But those who are outside of the church will talk about uh, having a positive mindset or an attitude of gratitude or mindfulness. Uh, no matter what your situation is, no matter what your circumstances are, uh, the mindset is important. In Psalm 111, people have an answer uh, to this routine, this rut that we get into. Uh, Psalm 111 is there to remind us that God works, so praise him. Psalm 111, uh, which some scholars believe actually was combined with Psalm 112, is uh, an acrostic poem a uh, big old $5 word that I've learned uh, in seminary. Uh, but basically what it means is uh, Psalm 111 has uh, 22 phrases, not counting uh, the first half of verse 1. But these 10 verses have 22 phrases in them, and each one starts with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It goes down the Hebrew alphabet in a poem form or a nursery rhyme pattern so that people can remember everything in it. Um, this is done so that the people during the Bible times would have a better uh, way to remember it, just like learning uh, the English alphabet. Uh, I can imagine being in kindergarten or looking at elementary school and you see that A is for apple, B is for ball, C is for cat, D is for dog, and so on and so on. We do that with children all the time. Patterns like that work because it makes it easier to remember and recall for later. So when the people of God got into a rut, uh, when they were a little down, they had a pattern in Psalm 111, almost like a nursery rhyme to remember, and they needed to remember that God works and God is worthy of Praise. Uh, the text loses a little bit of its translation uh, going from Hebrew to English, but when verse 1 says, praise the Lord, it says to give thanks with the whole heart in the company of the upright and the congregation. Praise is something that everyone can see and hear. I'll say that again. Praise is something that everyone else can see and here, when you are praising God, there should be no question about what you are doing. And the Hebrew for praise the Lord in the verse one is a hallel yah or hallelujah. Uh, but, the, but it gets lost a little bit in the translation because that hallel or, or, or of the hallelujah, the hallel part is repeatable and it gets louder every time you repeat it before you get to it. So it's really to be spoken out like a halle, 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 hallelujah over and over again. Kind of like when a child comes up to his parent and they are excited about talking about something. Dad, 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 over and over again. There is no doubt about who they are talking to and whether or not they are excited 
excited about it. There is real, genuine praise going forth. That's why it says, I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the congregation. Genuine praise coming forth. Well, what are some of the things that they are praising God for? Well, first off, God provided food for them. Uh, It says that he provided food for them. God gave the Israelites manna while they were in the wilderness and then took them to the land that was overflowing with milk and honey. God made sure that the people back then had food to eat and God will make sure that the people now have food to eat. I cannot testify for a moment. You ever seen a family of three eat off of a one value meal from Wendy's and mix it up with a, with, with the, the refill cups at a gas station? I have. There are others that may not have may not have been that kind of situation, but there are those that grew up on beans and rice, and when they got tired of beans and rice, they got rice and beans. But now when we look back at how far God has brought us, we can remember that God works and we can praise him. We get to the point now where we don't have, we, we don't eat what we don't have a taste for. Mm, I don't really like that. We had that this time. But now God has continually put food on our tables. God has continued to provide. That's why they called him Jehovah Jireh because he was our provider. So we got to look back at how far God has brought us and remember that God works and is worthy of our praise. God provides. Uh, Another reason that they can remember that God praises is that God gave them the promised land. He took them from slavery and uh, to possessing the land. God works. Praise him. You may be oppressed in your current situation. The oppressors may have pushed you down so far and for so long that you can't even think about getting up, let alone st- let alone seeing what up looks like. But just like God fought the battles for the Israelites, God will fight your battles. He'll make the enemies your footstool. God works Praise him. And I'm going to park it right here for a moment because I've been I've been chewing on something for a very long time. And I figure now's about the time to maybe bring this out. I don't understand how any pastor can sit up here and say that social justice is not something that should be preached from the pulpit. I have a real hard time understanding how somebody can fix their mouth to say something like that. Well, why would you say that, Pastor? Because the Bible is full of people overcoming oppression. If you look in Exodus, Moses told Pharaoh to let my people go. And then even after they got out of the slavery and oppression and and there, there there was struggling in the wilderness. And then when they got to their land, They got captured over and over again and put in captivity. The most famous one was that of Babylon, capturing and oppressing the people of God. Well, pastor, that's Old Testament. What about the New? Well, when we get to the New Testament, the people of God were under oppression from the Roman government. The believers have been oppressed, and there is a social justice in the gospel about setting the captives free and rebuking the oppressors. And I am convinced that if you can 
fix your mouth to say that social justice should not be preached, you haven't read your Bible. But time and time again, while the people were oppressed, God protected them. God provided for them. God brought them into the promised land. So God provided for them and brought them into the promised land, but he also protected them. There were plenty of times where the people of God uh, uh, could have and should have been eliminated, but they were protected. I think about the phrase that I've heard people say all the time growing up about being protected from danger seen and unseen. These people knew that God protected them before and God will do it again. God works. Praise him. Mm. And not only did he provide for them and take them to the promised land and protect them, God made a promise for them. He had a covenant for them. God promised to redeem the people. And the text says that the covenant uh, remained it forever. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should seek cause to repent. If God said it, that settles it. God's word is good. God works. Praise him. The, the text starts with praise and it ends with praise because God inhabits the praises of his people. The God, the Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. God works. We ought to praise him. And just like the text started and ended with praise, we can start and end with praise. I think about a song that I listen to all the time called Praise Him in Advance by Marvin Sapp. Uh, it says in the song that I've had my shares of ups and downs, times when there was no one around. But God came and spoke these words to me. Praise will confuse the enemy. So I started singing. I started clapping. I started dancing. The people were laughing. They knew my problems. They knew my pain. But I knew God would take them away. Sometimes we got to praise God in advance. Sometimes we got to praise God beforehand. We have to make an effort to remember how good God is and remember all the times that God has worked out for us and know that if he's done it before, he'll do it again. We just need to hold on and even if it's not happening as fast as we want, even if it's not happening to our liking, God's track record record alone is enough to praise him. God works. Praise him. He's the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. He's the creator of everything. He's got dominion and power. He's excellent in all his ways. He's a father to the fatherless. He's great and greatly to be praised. He's holy. He's immaculate. He's just. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He's magnificent in all his ways. He's near us all the time. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent and he's omnipotent. He's powerful. 
powerful beyond measure and qualified to lead my life. He's righteous. In him, I put my trust. He is unchanging. He is, a victor- he is victorious. He is wonderful in all his ways. He is the Christos, the Christ. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. He is the zenith of all creation. God works. Praise him. Uh, we praise him because he is God all by himself. We praise him because of his grace. We could never be obedient enough to earn this salvation. God, the obedience is for us. The grace is so that we can glorify God. His grace is a reason to glorify him. Imagine what our lives would be like if we continually remembered the reasons to praise God and how much better our spiritual lives would be. I would like everyone who is hearing this message to take a time during this week and just write down one thing that you can praise God for and look at it every day for the next seven days. This is not just a a, a gratitude journal. Uh, This is a practice of praise, a practice of remembering God's work, a practice of remembering why we praise him. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the doors of the church are open and we invite you to come. Thank you so much for watching this video. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Don't forget to connect with me on social media, Pastor Johnny Simpson Jr. on Facebook, at Pastor J. Simpson Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for watching, and God bless.